No, they're not huge, but they're tasty. Welcome, everyone, and pull up a seat at the table. It's lunchtime in Rome. Tonight, we have episode 115, entitled Comfort After Loss. Is there anything more awkward than going to a viewing and trying to think of something to say to a person who has just lost someone very near and dear to them? Hmm. We've all lost someone. We've heard many of the worst examples of comfort. However, few of us have been really blessed by the words of someone who came to a viewing or funeral. And I mean really blessed. Most people successfully don't offend or hurt us, but what was it about the ones that actually made us feel better during that moment? Pull up a chair at the table and join us. First-time listeners can subscribe on your favorite podcast app or listen directly on lunchtimeinroom.com. While there, you can take our relational needs questionnaire and make sure to follow us on all social media, and if you can, give us a five-star review. Jay, what specifically is this podcast about? No matter who you are, at some point in time in your life, you will feel alone. Being alone is as bad as anything gets. If things are great and you feel alone, well, they're not as good as they could be. And if things are bad and you feel alone, well, things just got so much worse. There is a Bible verse, Romans 12, 15, which states, Rejoice with those who rejoice. Mourn with those who mourn. That is exactly how you keep people from feeling alone and what this podcast is all about. Each week, you go over what's good and bad in our lives, along with some food talk, to model rejoicing and mourning. We then hit the main topic and finish with some do-betters and can't-do-betters as well. So while it may not be 1215 in Rome, we're treating it like it is. Lunchtime, Lunchtime in, in Rome. 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 Hey, everybody. Speaking Hi, Eric. Rome, here's Eric. Yeah, it's me. Um, Hi, Eric. Hi, buddy. Um... And I'm glad you're back, Brian. You're back from Florida, which is great. I'm That's sorry all, you're back. Which I'm sure we're going to hear a lot about, right? A little bit about. I'm sure it's if, probably... If I may. I'm sure it's probably your good. If I may. Yeah. yeah. Um, I appreciate that. Absolutely. Um, so, my... I don't even know. So, my... Did we spring this on you? No, no, no. <laughs> Because I actually volunteered to go next. <laughs> That's the irony of the whole thing. Um, We've never done this before. But I had a, I had a little I had, I had a little battle in my head of like, do I do my good or my bad first? I usually do my good, but my my or I usually do I my feel bad. Like sometimes but then you my do good. your bad. Yeah, yeah. right, right. Um, so I will do my bad. So my bad is, and this will be interesting to kind of talk about mm. is, I've had some like little panic attacks lately Ooh. oh no where really? i feel like yeah like i feel hmm. like i have everything under control like i like i have my checklist you know i keep my list of things i need to be aware of and i i'm like i'm it's not even triple check quadruple check like we are in like the checking the check, check. <laughs> i'm checking it like 10 times and i'm like yes i have everything covered you are checking it and like yet, santa claus and yet there's that, like, impending doom of, like, when is the shoe going to drop? Really? Mm-hmm. I know that's a thing for Amy. I'm not, like, right. I'm not going to... And it's it's not for me. And, like, yeah. lately it has been. And... Huh. You, don't, you, you, you don't know why? No, like, no shoe triggering ha- that? No, no shoe has dropped. Everything is fine. There's, huh. I mean, there's a lot going on in terms of, like, work and whatnot. And but just, put, like, like, a little narrative in the back of your brain. It's just this 
thing. And it's and how just for clarification purposes, yeah. you said many panic attacks. Mm. Would one describe it more like just a general anxiety? Yeah, well, yeah because that? a panic attack, sure you get in more into heart palpitations. You're well, thinking I, you're having a heart attack. Like the other day, like my heart was like racing. Wow! And like I have a Fitbit, and I checked. I was like, so physical, oh, that's, that's like, not, f- physiologically, something is happening. Right, to you. and like my like my my Fitbit like thing, like the heart rate was like up way higher than my resting heart ba- heart. So it's rate. not just in your mind; like it's actually right. data. I was like, wow, okay, this is a thing. Yeah. And that's probably the carnivore diet. I don't, I no, no, it can't be it. No. It can't be it. And you called it. You have a sense of impending doom, right? That's because a like, horrible, horrible feeling. Too much, like, too, much it, like, media, too much media. Too much media. That's that's a good point. But no, okay. Um, Erasing I, your hard I'm, drive. I'm willing to bet <laughs> that, that might have been played played into a part of it. I'm willing to bet there's no logical ex logical explanation though. So my, like. So going back to the carnivore diet, though, like because that's where my mind that's went probably, first. That's probably good though, too, but, right? It is, but hang on. But well, not not really, but yes. Um, but my point is, my mind went to okay. My diet is very different, and my body is going to react differently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But there was also like, there's no reason why mm-hmm. my body should react like the way it is. That's the vaccine. <laughs> wow, bro. So. It's hard to pinpoint, and I don't know what it is, and that's been incredibly frustrating to me, and like yeah. that's actually created like more anxiety. Ding, ding, ding! Yeah. Right there, right. Like, that the spiral. That's terrible. Yeah. When yes. you have anxiety, and the fact that there's no reason for it, yes, worries you enough that now you have more anxiety. Because if, right. lo- if there's logic, like, here's you the can follow it out. Like right. I went, like I went down. Like I have a great job. Yeah, my people love me at my job because like that's where like it's kind of where my Heart if you were to be anxious, first, that's right. what like, you'd be anxious that's, about. That's where my first Everything's thing was healthy. Go. Everybody's healthy. Like right. that's a huge thing. And you know, I have a great wife. Like that. Like my, you know, that my mind really is, Dude, doesn't. Dude, you're so go, arrogant. My, but my mind doesn't go there. It's blessed. My mind doesn't go there because, like, I know Who Amy. Is? I know I, I am blessed, but that's my point. Like, my mind doesn't go there immediately. That's why, I like, that's. That's what I'm saying is like my mind goes it doesn't to work. Go to the good things? Like, no, 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 no. My mind goes to work first because mm-hmm. that's my that's if where, he feels anxious. If, if I feel anxious, doom, sure, right, sure, in that sure. category. I'm comfortable with Amy. Like I'm good with Amy. We're good. And even if things aren't good, they're fine. Right, sure. Exactly. Right. So like my first instinct is mm-hmm. work, and like Amy and I are good. You right. know, like right. All that friends, you guys love you guys. We're good as as far as I know, and. You know, all those things. I'm like, everything is good. I had, like, everything is great. Well, and yet I feel this, like, so, physical, mm. physical, like, mm-hmm. may I? It's crazy. May I be me? Yes, absolutely. And go way too emotionally based. And I, actually, that's self-deprecating. So right now, everything's good. Everything's fine. And now you have this anxiety bubble. For mm-hmm. lack of a better term, yeah, which is occasionally leaking. Historically, two months ago, everything's good, mm-hmm. everything's fine. Ah, the diet's not quite right. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not in the shape I want to be in. And now, in the last month, you've lost a shirt size, mm-hmm. two pants sizes, and even the last week, you've had another breakthrough in mm-hmm. in some other tinkering with the diet. So now you can't self-loathe over who you are physically. Mm. So now where you used to manifest those hurts into eating, 
Now it's got nowhere to go. Mm. And so you're sitting here going, I can't just be okay. Yeah. I can't just be fine. Right. And so therefore, you create something that makes it bad. <laughs> but I create something that I don't know what it is. Well, it's right, it's the underlying hurts you haven't resolved from a lifetime mm. that what came out of the top of your cup used to be eating poorly right. and taking not good care of yourself physically. Right. Well, if we didn't heal all the hurts in your life, and none of us have, some have done more work than others, well, now where is that going to go? Well, it's going to go to something else. It right. could be sleeplessness. It could be this. It could be that. Right. And it's manifesting itself into some sort of- Or just a general- You're not worthy yeah, of being in this good of shape, this healthy, mm -hmm. everything's fine. Right. You tell yourself. Right. Way down deep mm. inside, because why else would I have been hurt like this my whole life? Mm. So therefore, nah, something bad's going to happen. Mm. Maybe. Maybe. And Could that's be. accurate. Like, everything that you said is true. And, and that's not me joining in your emotion. That's no. me analyzing. <laughs> Just to be very clear, this isn't emotional <laughs> responding. This right. is right. Fact, not even fact. Uh, yeah, well. Right. No, no, no. And it makes perfect sense. And I'm still... I'm waiting to see where this goes. Right. I don't know how else to put that. I'm waiting to see where it goes. Um. Other than that, I'm I'm, I'm great. <laughs> like like you said, Jay. Like I'm down a shirt size. Like it's been forever since I've been down a shirt shirt size. Which you have your gold awesome. shorts. Got my gold shirts. Uh, gold shorts. They uh, didn't fit last year. I buttoned them. They still don't fit, but I buttoned them. There it which is. is great. Um. So I'm excited about that. Um. But that's not my good this week. My good this week is so my. My nickname for Mags is, which Mags is my daughter, if you're a first-time listener. Um, Even if you're not. Right. Um, I call her Bug or Ladybug um, or Bugaboo. And more often than not, it's Bugaboo. And she will, like if I come out of my office during the middle of the day or she sees me for the first time in a, in a little bit, she'll say, hey, Bugaboo. You know, because that's what I call her. I say, hey, Bugaboo. And so, wait, it, she says that to you? She says that to me. Nice. But it's, it's like this call and response thing. She'll say, hey, Bugaboo. And I say, hey, Bugaboo. <laughs> um, but we've been playing hide and seek. And she's had this realization where it's where she can use it as like a Marco Polo kind of thing, where like I'll hide somewhere. Oh. And then she'll say, "Hey, Bugaboo!" And then, like, Aww. it forces me. Like, I can't, I can't <laughs> not say, "Hey, Bugaboo!" And then she'll like, you know, she'll she'll know that's like a way to find me, and she's, like she'll come find me. And like, it is like it's so much fun. That's sneaky that's little a, smarty pants. I know. That's a, that's a connection that is only between. Like, it's unbelievable how that happens. You know? Yeah. Like, you can't manufacture that. Right. It it's just ours. organically happens. Right. And that is one of the joys of having a kid. Yeah. It's ours, it's and nobody can take it, and it's awesome. And it's you have so to fun. write it down somewhere, right? Because in six months you'll be like, "We're being a well, or being a podcast, like uh, archived, archived, Just to diverge real quick, like I, I feel like for me personally, the past two and a half years that we've been doing this or whatever it's been, it's like a fossil record of my life, and like mm. I feel like yeah. what we've done, we've captured it, and my kids can someday go back and look at this era of my life yeah. and be like wow i never knew this about my dad yeah it Anyways, is neat it is neat or they thought a whole lot more about me than i thought <laughs> yeah 
No, but, right? Like I, like, I feel like when she's like 12, 13, and she's playing softball or soccer or whatever, and I'm like, yeah, Bugaboo, way to go. And she's like, don't call me Bugaboo. And I'm like, right. I'm going to call you Bugaboo. Like, On her first date. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, so you're going to date my little Bugaboo. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> as, right. you're cle- as you're cleaning your shotgun. And I'm okay. I'm okay with that. Like, it's fine. Um, and then what's funny is the same my, like the same food that I had last week. I am telling you, I am sous-viding pork chops like crazy. Like, had one tonight. That is my go-to food. It was incredible. Oh, man, sous-vide. I, I put the sous-vide pork chop in the morning, put it in the sous-vide, you know, and let it cook all day. Then sear it real quick, 30 seconds each side. Boom. It is the perfect pork chop. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. I'll be so right be- back. I'm going to go get some pork chops. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's, it's, man, that is my food that's right awesome. now. That's my go to meat right now. It's so good. And that's my week. And you're doing a lot of meat. I am. Yep. He's animal based right now. Brian, how are you? Man, that's a great question because I'm so good, but I'm really conflicted because I was in Florida. Last week was, you know, you have you have those moments in life where, you know, um, things are just really, really good. Things are are are. I don't know how they could be better. And Mm. then you come back into the life that you live and not that it's bad. Like and again, like I echo Eric, there's nothing for me that's bad. You know, Um, I have so many great things going for me in my day-to-day life but like you know to, to to catch up uh alexis and i went to florida last week um we we did our um we kind of like a second honeymoon you know 20th anniversary and uh, you might not be completely back yet. it was my birthday also <laughs> and like we, we were there for four days and i'd been there before um on a similar trip but it was a work trip so i'd never really had time to enjoy it and i wasn't enjoying with anybody that was with me you were alone i was alone i was very alone and that's what you know like i i've been on these work trips a lot i've missed a lot of these podcasts because i've been on work trips man and like in in some sense like oh man he's off on this adventure yeah that is it is a lonely place you know and and so many times i've been on one of those trips and been like i wish lex was here you know Mm. I, i wish and even if it wasn't Lex, like somebody here that I know that would help me enjoy this, that would enjoy this with me and that we could talk about this, you know, but primarily it was Lexus, you know? Right. And so, um, when I came back from Florida in March, um, it was just kind of like, man, I have to do this with somebody that I know It'd be great if it was Alexis. And she was like, I have to go on a trip. Like I have to do this. Mm. Like she had to get away. And so we made it happen and we just, you know, kind of planned, okay, my birthday, her birthday was in April, our anniversary, it's our 20th anniversary this year. And, you know, this was kind of the culmination of all of that. And it was everything that we were looking forward to and more, um, food and just relaxing and decompressing and perspective that, you know, you get out of the grind, we dropped our kids off and I love my kids. I love my animals, but you know, you, you just, you have all these plates spinning as an adult all the time. Even if, even if everything's fine, they're still in the back of your brain, you know? And, and that's what, that's what this trip was for us. We let it all go. It's just like, you know, and, and for, and, and I'm able to do that on a drop of a hat for her. It's a little bit different. Mm -hmm. And, and 
So for this trip, it was it was about both of us, but it was very much about her being able to just lay on a beach, decompress, decompress. Like she had some migraine issues on uh, on the trip, but mm. at the same time, it was like, now I'm good. I've laid on the beach for two hours. Everything's fine. And, and a migraine in West I'm Palm Beach better. is far better than <laughs> a migraine in Crescent Hills. While, while you're trying to work and, you know, organize life and your kids right. and, 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 and everything. So um, my good was Florida. I have so many things that I could talk about. Um, but primarily it was just us being able to be adults by ourselves we hadn't been on a trip like a meaningful trip on our own in 15 years mm. like we had a uh, we had a little thing where we went to virginia for a wedding um after ethan was born in like 2009 or 2010 or something like that but it was like a night you know and and so this was um very substantial um and you know and and i gotta say like jay <laughs> You always say you don't know what you're saying. I do too. When you say I do, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, Lex and I always talked about right from the beginning. We always made the declaration: God, us, everything else, and we're never going to be ships in the night, and all that. You know, you're you're a young married couple. We work from home together. You know. We both work from home together, but it was really getting to the point where we were literally meeting in the kitchen around the water cooler because I actually have a water cooler in my kitchen, <laughs> meeting around the water cooler for five minutes going, hey, what's going on? <laughs> what's happening in accounting? And, you know, and then you meet and you make dinner and um, that's troubling, you know, that 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 gets to you after a while. And so for, for us, it was we're going to do this thing intentionally and we're going to, we're going to really step away. And, and man, it was just from, from a standpoint of us being married, I can't recommend getting away enough from a standpoint of you getting away from just your regular day to day, get away. It's worth it. Take three days. Just get away. Well, and Rachel and I going to Pine Matuming. Yeah, I mean, right. Not exactly West Palm. Not, not I mean, exactly. They call it the West Palm of uh, Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah, but, right. uh, Northern, Eastern, but you whatever. Just look at each other and be like, "Wow, there's nobody else around. It's you and it's me." Well, and we had a we had that conversation, um, you know, one morning where um, I was like, I just looked at her like we're laying in bed, and I looked at her and I was like, "It's great to see you," and she was like, "It's great to be seen," mm. you know, and and like she was like. I feel like I haven't been seen in years because mm. I, and you know, not because of me necessarily, right, not, a complaint. not a complaint, not a complaint, but it was, it was more like, I know that I have been a shell of myself for a long time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what That's I mean? so painful. Right. It is like, it broke my heart because I know she, like she brings her A to B to C game, whatever game she can bring, she brings it every day, but sometimes it's, it's the C game, mm-hmm. you know? And that's all she has. And, and and like I feel like in a relationship, that's the way it is. And in a healthy relationship, you can say, all right, that's your C game today. I'll take that C game. You know, and there's some people that just like, ah, I don't accept your C game. you got to bring your A game every day. And that's like crushing. That's, you know. So anyways, and we had a great time. Um, I think my bad would be coming back because I've been really unfocused. Like <laughs> when I close my eyes, all I, all I see is palm trees and fancy cars and nice meals. Um, and that's fine. That's not a bad. It's a good bad. 
it's, it's a good bad. bad. It's a good it's bad. A good bad. Um, and my food is all the things I ate in Florida. Like we had margarita. We had like things I've never had before. Drank, eaten. Um, we just we had some great food, great times. Um, Eric made a great spread tonight. He had shrimp and, like he said, um, he's he's learned to sous vide some of that. Pork. Oh yeah. Oh, Those you sous vide pork a little bit, dude. <laughs> had not heard. It was like butter. Yeah, it was really good. So, so good. between between that and some of the stuff I ate in Florida, it was good stuff. For me, the bad is uh, just starting off with the bad. Starting off with the bad, leading with the bad, and it's just seeing loved ones, um, for anonymity's sake, suffer. And me being who I am, I have all the answers. <laughs> um, whether I do or I don't, I believe I do. That was big inhale, there, Eric. <laughs> I know. No, it is fr- it is oh. frustrating when you're watching somebody that's going through a really tough time and agonizing over it and right. whatnot, and you know what the problem is, but the best answer is to not be right. facts, logic, or reason, or tell them how you experienced the same thing at some point in your life. Right. It's, it's tough. So it's mentally draining mm-hmm. to – emotionally draining, I should say, to see a loved one suffer. Mm-hmm. Now, you combine that with the fact – that I want to completely analyze and describe and fix. So I have to purposefully not do that, which takes more emotional and mental energy. Mm -hmm. And then when it leaks out a little bit, you sort of beat yourself up and you're like, just shut up in comfort, just shut up in comfort. So that takes even more emotional energy. It does. does. And so by the end of it, Mm. you're just, you're just wiped. And there's a cognitive understanding of, look, these are things people go through and blah, 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 blah. I'm still pretty sad mm-hmm. and I'm still pretty frustrated and yeah. I'm still pretty all those things. And um, it, there's there's hidden blessings in those moments that mm-hmm. I won't share. Sweet, sweet moments of comfort that you'd rather not. Mm-hmm. You know, if I go back through all the trade days, some of my greatest memories are in some of the most horrific moments because yeah. people stepped up and people were there and people you know it's a beautiful thing Uh, but it doesn't make it a you wouldn't want to go through yeah the term i brought you know years ago over the trade days was beautifully horrific yeah you know it's horrific and you don't want to go through it but there's beauty in it yeah so that's my bad Mm -hmm. i'd rather not go through that Mm. Uh, on the good side it's crazy busy in a good way you know there's just something to do at every given moment and planning and you know whether it's baccalaureate coming up which we weren't even going to have this year until good old amy davidson started sticking her nose in everybody's business and saying she started something let it drop (laughs) and all of a sudden you've got five high school seniors who are there to be part of the worship band and people are stepping up to do other things and that's good and the disc golf course planning the the park not just the disc golf course and speaking with fundraising experts and how to get the community involved and further brainstorming and wandering into a place that I have been within a hundred yards of for seven years now at the church and never seeing it before and realizing it's a perfect amphitheater and it's exactly where we could have a little stage and things set up and that could be part of the park complex. Um, I Can I take a moment and celebrate that with you? Because I just know you are a person who <laughs> very unlike me but you you stated before literally you're like i've got this many hours in a day man i i gotta fill these this up with something i've got i need things to do well, and for you to have all these meaningful things to do 
with all due respect, that was during quarantine. Ah. <laughs> and when Rachel and Bella and Joe were all talking about what they had to do the next day, and Bella said, what are you going to do? And I said, just trying to fill the day, baby. Just trying to fill the day. <laughs> so wait, but, when you're talking about the amphitheater, are you talking about like you're in the church parking lot and you're looking like where the basketball hoop is? No. Okay. It is really? on the other side of the cell tower. So if you go... Um, down the driveway to the cell tower. If you would go around behind it, it goes down and there's like, it's maybe like 60 feet by 30 feet, but it's a triangle and it's perfectly level except for where it goes down, which is where you could sit. Not to interfere with the disc golf course. Nope. Has no, it's nowhere near it. So really? really? The band's going to play while you play disc golf. But there's like all these little trees that are like maybe two or three inches wide. And so if we took out like seven of them, it would just be like this <laughs> almost gothic kind of, you know, uh, I have a chainsaw. I'll help you do yeah, that. We've we've got some trees down, so that's just exciting. And exciting. momentum with that, and momentum with church. And I love preaching on Acts because it's just such a narrative, and mm. it's enjoyable. And, and it's real. And that's a that's a real book. And there's a lot of people whose lives are being changed at church, and some people are catching the vision of, you know, my phrase: "Your faith doesn't end with you." Mm-hmm. You know, it isn't just so that you could come to know God. Mm. It's, in fact, for you to then go ahead and help somebody else. Right. And, and meeting with the new Young Life girl, Vivi, who gave us a great button. We can maybe put it up on the... Uh, or a magnet. A magnet. I'm sorry. Uh, it says... Put it on uh, hard drive. Put I didn't have money drive. for a therapist, so I figured, hey, start a podcast. <laughs> so she'll be here soon in July. So that's the uh, that's the good. And lots... I mean, oh, I don't know if you guys know. Joe's graduating, so that's a thing. He's, oh, man. I'm going to school tomorrow, 8 a.m. Gosh. That's like That's, three in the morning to you. Because Bella <laughs> is being recognized for her academic achievement, so I guess I'll go. Oh, gosh, you and your great kids. I know. I, I didn't realize they were doing something where parents could attend. I, well, they're not even doing the senior awards you can't go to, but apparently this you can. Huh. So, I don't know. Food-wise, got a new grill. Uh, I posted a line last week. Uh, first, they gave me a griddle by mistake, and uh, so we put that together until we realized it was a griddle and not a grill. And then everybody on Facebook told me how great griddles are. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, I get that. That's fine. Social media is the best. Not I, what I wanted. I wanted a grill. That's what I wanted. I wanted a grill. I'm glad you like your griddle. <laughs> I wanted a grill. So that's my story. I'm sticking to it. Chris. I'm I'm going with a, a well, not a good bad. I'm going with a bad good since I like to start with bad. But um, I it's sort of pig, piggybacking off of you, Jay. Um, Better to piggyback off me than piggyback on me. Oh, I'll, I'll, keep, I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> All right, so um, I went to a meeting. I'll start. I'll start very uh, uh, yes, innocuous. Uh, yes, clandestine. <laughs> I went to a meeting last week and had some security taken from me, mm-hmm. only because I just wasn't clear about what was happening. And mm-hmm. and now I'll clear that up a little bit. It was a meeting about baccalaureate. Mm-hmm. So for those of you who don't mm-hmm. know, baccalaureate is a a. Um, basically a religious graduation yes it's a christian graduation ceremony um when i was growing up in titusville heard of it uh we we had a baccalaureate service but it was really oil city's near titusville thank you oil (laughs) city is no okay oh yeah okay so (laughs) you're the expert that's right um county oil derricks I bet there's His more. His name's Brian. Oh. Longest <laughs> intro ever. Go ahead, Chris. So that was your good and bad. What's the uh, food? <laughs> no, stop it. So went to the meeting expecting that 
um, you know, and like you said, Jay, my wife, Amy, was the one that sort of spearheaded this thing. And she asked for my help just to like, well, she said, well, it's going to be at our church. So can you help do the music? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. I can do music. This is what we do every week. Like, I can do music. In the meeting, however, I find out, oh, no, there are going to be students involved in this entire thing. Potentially. We Potentially, that, kids well, that's up. true, and and mostly because of COVID, I think, just because it's you know you, you don't know who's going to be participating, you don't you know. And this is the worst because you're a music teacher and you know exactly what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> well, right, and I was like, oh my gosh, it's coming up in like two and a half weeks, and we're supposed to like get kids in here. It's a lot. Well, it's a young lot. adults because yeah. they are they're graduating yeah. high school. It's but a lot. Young adults <clears throat> in here and rehearse and with music they right. don't know in yeah. our church with inst- like they don't know our setup they don't know this they don't know and so my head like exploded and i kind of did i did i, I literally <laughs> was said very uncomfortable i, I felt so bad because i literally said well that that's not what i signed up for like very gruffly in the meeting which is you know i'm gonna feel did guilty you your, did you have your flannel on like a lumberjack shirt <laughs> I, I don't I don't remember what I was wearing. Could have been. I think it was that shirt actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh been, man, you've been, you've been in that thing for I'm three days. <laughs> <laughs> but as I told, I think you, Brian, yesterday, I'm going to feel guilty about that moment forever, just because that's what I do whenever I get angry or I lash mm-hmm. out or I whatever. But what was the advice I gave you? Oh, I don't remember. Oh, no. That's terrible. Wasn't no that respect. terrible? I said even. Tom, oh, you said move on. Tom, you said you even always. Tom Bray, like I'm a goalie. Yes. You give up a goal. It's what happens. Right. It's what happens. You didn't, you gotta, didn't like the interaction that you had in life. Right. You move on. Like You, you, you stand back up, you brush yourself off, exactly. and you move on. Exactly. Yes. And, well, and the good, here's really the good you took that to heart. side of it. I, I really did. I just didn't. <laughs> okay. I internalized it with more than words. It was just this intense feeling of, this is how it, it needs to be. So, mm-hmm. thank you, Brian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the good is, it went amazing. Like, we had our first rehearsal yesterday. It's fantastic. Five students showed up, which I hear, because I haven't been to a baccalaureate in Penn Hills before, I hear is more than they usually have. Um, but we have got somebody on pretty much every instrument. We've got a couple of singers. They all were so excited to be a part of it. Um, and they're also very, you know, skilled musicians. Uh, that helps. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> And so they were able to step in, and 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 we we had just a, a productive first practice, and I am so excited to be a part of it. And I told them that last night, like how honored and excited I was. You said that- I wanted nothing to do with you people, <laughs> but after this, <laughs> well, I did tell them how like it, I was nervous and like you know, but I'm really glad that that we are doing it and that they are a part of it, and it's it's just going to be a huge blessing, I think, to to each and every one of us, and hopefully to the people who are there, and it's just. I hope it. I know it's going to be meaningful to me to to get to work with these these young adults. So that's and I, will, I will say, I walked into the environment like I had no like I'm still at the beach, you know, like and you're like, hey, come on up for this, and I'm like, all right, and I was late, <laughs> and I walked in and like you're you're running all over the place and you're solving problems for me, like I couldn't do some things with technology, and you're trying, dude, you are doing such a great job ad hoc like on the fly and i i just i give you all the props well thank you you're bringing it all together that that's a really that's a that's a big gift that you have i, I appreciate Definitely. that yeah absolutely my other real quick food item and this is also good i had a birthday oh happy and birthday <laughs> in your face me too 
in your face all the other days of the year. Yes, and Brian celebrated just a few days before for me, and he he got to go to Florida. I, however, went to uh, Station Square, which they do call the Palm Beach of the Southern Monongahela shoreline. (laughs) (laughs) Joe's Crab Shack. We went to Joe's Crab Shack, and I was really pleasantly surprised. It's only my second time there in my life. And look, Mm. I probably enjoyed it. More because I haven't had the real fresh, you know, mm-hmm. seafood from the shore in almost a year. Sure. Yeah. But nothing like that. It was good. Yeah. It was cooked up very well. We got, the, you know, three like good sized little, good, not good sized little, good sized big <laughs> steam pots, crabs, mussels, mm. clams, mm. shrimp. What Jay does every day on vacation. I don't right. do crabs. Well, that's true. Well, it's, yeah, you got to go not to the yet. right. Right here, we got we got to stop in Maryland sometime. You got to get the king the king crab though. It was so good. No, and the I snow just grab, the, the snow crab, and blue like the, crabs. The blue crabs are the Atlant like the the Atlantic crabs. The, floor, the the Maryland uh, the blue crabs. They're like the big. No, they're not huge, but they're tasty. But is it, isn't it also amazing though? Like you went down to Joe's Crab Shack down in Station Square, right? Right. Yeah. You, you know, can, the you're Palm down beach of you're the down, southern. You're Mont. down the river. Like we're in Penn Hills. Like. We're 20 minutes from there anytime we want to go. And then you go down there for one night and you're like, it's like we're on vacation. It's, oh, like, it, it's, it's like we're in yeah, Palm Beach. Crab from <laughs> it Alaska. really was. I mean, not only was <laughs> yeah. the, the weather was great, even though it rained earlier in the day, the, the weather company. was great. The company, we, I was just with my family and, and it was oh, so enjoyable. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was just you and your bride. Bummer. Outside at the picnic table, right on the water, oh. like it was just refreshing. Mm-hmm. I bet it did feel like vacation. It did. A little, you know, a little, awesome. a little before, snippet. Before we move to our topic, but very quickly, um, a couple of weeks ago when Joe was with us, he said how much he enjoyed um, Jersey Mike's. Mm-hmm. Mm, I love Jersey. And Mike's. then I got a private message on Facebook <clears throat> from a former Young Life guy who went to Trinity Christian School and said mm. that he that he has a friend that was on Young Life staff but owns the Jersey Mike's in Murraysville. Mm. I don't know, do you know the story? You know the story. Mm-mm. Do you know? It? Okay. So he said, "Hey, I just want you guys. I heard that you talked about it on the podcast, which is awesome. That my former Young Life guy, the from guy Trinity, who owns it. No, yep. the guy that used to go to Young Life in Trinity uh, heard the podcast." Knows the Jersey Mike's guy. Oh, okay. used to be on Young Life staff. He's like, you guys should totally get together because you mentioned him on the podcast. You're both great guys, and he's new to the area. So I'm gonna have lunch with the guy next week. Oh, we're nice. gonna be sponsored by I was Jersey just Mike's. Say, perhaps our first sponsor. <laughs> It'll be Jersey Mike's disc golf course at Faith Church. Hey, I'm very excited about that. I'm okay with that. Because see, if we took real advertising, then you know, like we'd be talking about comfort, and he's like. You know, Jay, I really don't think you should comfort that way. And then we're beholden right? to our advertisers. Nope, we will That's never why be we that. have turned away thousands of dollars. Thousands. Of tens, tens. I'll draw tens up of a dollars. contract where we ha- could dollars keep our freedom. Dollars and dollars of dollars we've turned <laughs> away. <laughs> One of the sponsors could, well, I don't even want to go there because I want to keep this person anonymous. I will just say that I ran into a person the other day who in the last six months lost their husband. Mm-hmm. And I haven't seen them. Uh, since then, couldn't go to the funeral. I had an appointment. Mm. And by that, I mean viewing. And I saw them and I said, how are you? And she said, I'm okay. Mm. And it's probably not good comfort. I said, no, nah, you're not. And right. she goes, no, I'm not. Right. <laughs> and I said, are you tired of the head nods yet? And she said, what do you mean? And I just told in my head, I said, you know, how are you? And then I told in my head sideways and she was like, yes. Mm. And then a guy walks by and he's like, hey, and he waves to her. And she, he's like, how you been? And I said, do you hate the having to guess? Like, do they know? Do they know? They don't right. they see it they on Facebook. Do they know? Right. 
Mm-hmm. And Penn Hills has been mm-hmm. through a lot. We've had four students pass away in the past month. Three to violent crime, uh, one to a drug overdose. Right. That was, in the, that was actually in the trip today. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a vigil tomorrow at 6 o'clock uh, at the high school for mm-hmm. the community. Mm-hmm. And I will be there. Um, so it got me to thinking. Plus, I had to go, not had to, chose to go today to a viewing for another oh. former Young Life kid. Oh, His man. grandmother. His grandmother. Oh, okay. okay. No. <laughs> not the kid. You... No, not the kid. Okay. Not the kid who's now 40. But, wow. Or whatever he is, but his grandmother. And I got, you know, and in speaking with the widow uh, that I was speaking with the other day, we were going over all the things people say. And mm. I, I know we've touched on this mm-hmm. in the past, but I wanted to bring it back up. Yeah. Because it's just, if you want to love somebody, or at least if you don't want to hurt somebody, mm-hmm. This is an important podcast. This yeah. is an important topic to go over because there are a few things you can say mm-hmm. and do that will really help somebody in their time of loss. There are 1.2 million things you can do wrong. Mm-hmm. And then there's a one thing that you can do that doesn't really help or hurt. And so we put it out on Facebook today and we asked for any kind of input that we have. And we got three responses. Uh, one was from good old Sally Her. Mm, sorry who shared a terrible terrible hurt now this wasn't from the viewing but it doesn't matter this isn't dealing with the loss of a loved one mm. and it was after uh your brother mm-hmm. was stillborn right and it wasn't too too long after she was at church and somebody said it's time for you to get over it mm. yeah. uh, so we'll lead with the bad i can't believe that's part of my life i can't right. believe i had a brother that was stillborn anyways yeah. what about me yeah, but that's real. It and, is real. And that's a that's a two in the morning kind of thought. Like, and well, well it's it's one of those weird things because I share that with you. I know you do. Because um, my mom had you know a similar experience, and man, does that leave a mark? It's time to get over it. Right. And by the way, it ain't time to get over it now. No, because no. right. like, I, <laughs> nope. I feel like if there's one thing that like I don't know what's more horrific for somebody to go through. You've delivered a baby, like and 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 like <laughs> with all not, respect not to, to those of you who have not to go not to go off on this tangent, but like in that story, one of the things that my mom hurts so bad is she had to del- she had to deliver the baby, right? Mm-hmm. And they told her beforehand right. this baby's dead. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Like this baby has wrapped right. its umbilical like, cord around its neck, and it's and so dead. for the comment in church to be, it's time for you to move on. Yeah, I can't imagine that. Like, I and again, I just, you go, well, they were just no. It doesn't matter. It doesn't compute. It doesn't matter. Right. It's I know insane. another person who had a miscarriage. Um, it was just different. But I'm saying, go ahead. Hang on. But before we move on, like to join Brian, like it is weird to think like we might have never been here. Right. Like that's, and it, like a kind of an out of body thought of like we we may have never existed if our brother survived like that's it's just oh weird. i see what you're saying it's just weird to like i like, was the first he was the second well right right, right. sorry I'd sorry you right you may not have a sister i mean i may not have been here oh i see what which you is mean. like that like it's just weird to think mm-hmm. like mm. those chain of events like the butterfly exactly effect. like yeah. what like what right is that like that like it's it's too it's too big to comprehend right <clears throat> and so you don't want to say to somebody it's time to get over it Exactly. <laughs> um, another person that I know had a miscarriage and they just, they just couldn't do They had to check out. Mm-hmm. Mm. And again, this comes back to church. Um, not my church, but 
uh, they probably took two months to get back to church. And the female uh, ministries leader of that church, when she came back, said, oh, you finally decided to come back. Oh, my goodness. First words. First words. Ugh. Knowing, no, knowing the whole no, backstory. No, absolutely. Ugh. Well, absolutely. And similar, similarly, like I asked Amy um, for permission to talk about this, but Amy had a... We, we, Amy, had a miscarriage. And it's funny... Not funny, but it's interesting to hear all the different responses to that happening. Mm. Where it's like when you when you have a miscarriage, you find out that it's more often than not. Like you find out there's a lot of people that have miscarriages, but nobody talks about it. Right. And then there's this aspect of nobody knows how to respond to it well. And one of the worst things, this this was the worst thing to me when somebody would tell Amy, oh, I went through five miscarriages before I before we had our mm. one. And I'm like, so wait, you're telling me that we might have to go through this five more times until we get one? Like, After it's been years like you're of think, you like conceiving. You, right. You think that's a good thing to say? Like, yeah. I Like, it's just mind boggling how, and like, and, but the other part of me is like, now that I know what I know. You don't know, like you're trying to join somebody in their in their hurt, and you're trying to tell them, like, you know, it's going to be okay eventually, and you know, it all worked out for me in the end. But in, in the same time, like when you're in that moment, it is the worst thing that you could absolutely say to that person. Well, that's just it. it is it, I think <clears throat> the vast majority of people, their natural reaction is to, well, let me tell you about me, my story, yeah. right? And it's, it's not, they're not joining. No. no. Well, and it's, it, it can be altruistic in saying, oh, mm. I want to show them there is hope. Right. You know, but which in actuality is the ignoring or neglecting poor right. emotional response. Or it's coming out of their own hurt that is unresolved and it's selfish. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you had a miscarriage. I know. I've had five. Like, mm-hmm. I need to be comforted right. Right. as well. Somebody join me. Somebody join me in this. Somebody you're, jo- you're here. Oh, hey, you're in my club now. Yeah, right. You you're, know, in the, you're in the ballpark. Right. Oh, dude, that's a good observation. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and we're, and again, we're not making fun of these things. We're, we're pointing to the fact that in right. 99 times out of 100, people do mean well. Yeah. Right. right. And that's why we're right. doing that this. Was my biggest, that, that was my biggest. That, yeah, that was the point. Well. They, they mean well, but they don't know how to do it well. Right. And that was my point. Like, join these, you well. These people were trying to join Amy, but in, 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 in reality, you're not at mm-hmm. all. You're doing the exact opposite. And Jay's trying to so go somewhere. So how do we somewhere. do it, Jay? I know you're struggling to go somewhere, man. No, we're good. Um, another Heather, um, Heather wrote that people said, um, boy, don't they look good though? Like, or no, actually she said, never comment on the looks of, of the, oh, you're of, talking the about deceased. Yeah. of the deceased right. period. Cause you hear, yeah. Oh, they look so good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, they really don't. No. <laughs> or wow. That really took a lot. They really must've had a tough mm. time. Like, yeah, see, Goodness. I know they had a tough time, uh, because they're in a casket. So you don't need to tell me that it was tough on them. Right? Yeah. Like the entire casket, the whole body, everything else. Guess what? Don't talk about it. Right. Don't, don't it's literally it. the reason why my grandma wanted to be cremated. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I, I make this joke all the time, but Jan. Jan, Jan, Jan. Her mother is going to have a closed casket with a picture of Grace Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. It never gets old. Can I, can I share a story that I... Like my most poor emotional responding at a, oh, at we, a viewing. We could go there to, yeah, go ahead for sure. So is it somewhat funny? You're sort of laughing, no, smiling. I'm not, I'm not laughing. But okay. this is something you said. 
something I said to somebody. So childhood friend, um, his brother got murdered. Okay. And I went to the viewing and I hadn't seen these people in quite a while, but you know, you grew up with somebody who have that bond and, but this guy's, so there were three of them, three brothers and the middle brother got murdered. I knew that I knew the older brother and I knew the older brother had been in, in the army or, you know, one of the, one of the armed services. And my comfort to him was don't go nuts and go after the people that killed your brother. Cause I'll, I'll hold you accountable if you do that. Oh, this is when I was really younger and didn't know how to respond to anything. No. So that was bad. That was it not was a good. Bad. That was not a but good. With respect, I could imagine it being much worse. So that's uh, do, bad. Do you, wait, do you, do you feel like there's any good in that? If he's the kind of person that would, he would. Well, so it's not. It's terrible comfort, but it might be good advice. But I felt like as soon as, soon as I said it, I was like, oh. Right. I probably could have said a lot of other things, but again, I'm sure. like I'm like a twenty, I don't know, five year old or something. I don't know. I have no idea. No, it, it, no, it's not. It, again, I wouldn't beat yourself up over it. I wouldn't be proud of I it. I don't beat myself up. Well, you but don't beat yourself up. Pretty much ever. Pretty much anything. Right. <laughs> but no, that's that's yeah. But all you like, did was give at the good casket advice. with the dude, yeah, like right. he's murdered in the casket. Right. Yeah, you weren't in the moment with him. I didn't know how yeah. to do it. Like I didn't know how to do it. You yeah. know, like oh gosh, like, I wanted I like I, I wanted him to know I was on his side, but like there'd been distance. We'd never t- we haven't talked in a long time. I don't know, man. And like so, and that's why I look at what we're doing in these conversations about like, man, like we we try to cover all those scenarios where like if you're in this situation, maybe don't say that kind of thing. You know, mm, yeah, because like those man those um well i mean you simply ignored the pain oh totally i mean that's that's all it is you just ignored the pain and you went to advice which right. again it's not bad advice um aunt pat good to see aunt pat listening hey aunt pat she uh she said the the classic the classic don't ever say this maybe don't ever say any of these words for the rest of your life which is i know just how you feel to uh, anybody anywhere yeah i don't think never you should ever say, say i or no i mean i'm just saying not even yeah. in that order just no don't use any of those words again everybody has their own perspective and experience it's the worst Bingo. comfort that's you out have there no idea where you're, you're robbing from. them of their sorrow right. you're robbing them of their pain it is the worst you don't know. No, you clearly don't know how you're feeling. So right. thank you, Aunt Pat, for that. She also That's did a good, one, a good one, but we're not going to the good one yet. Uh-huh. Um, the simplest one. This is a good one. This is bad. Oh, how old were they? Oh. Yeah. Like, what's the right number? Like, okay. Yeah. 100 and, oh, 117. Right. Still sad. Still dead. <laughs> still like they still no, miss them. You know, still gonna miss them or miss the memory of them and of yeah. what they used to. No, no, don't ask. Don't ask. And you do it. You know, you said the worst comfort ever. I mean, I went in. This is before again. Even I knew anything about this. And I was like, just shut up. Just shut up. Just shut up. And don't try to be funny. Don't try to be funny to lighten the mood. I walked in. How you been? Right. How you been? Right. Well, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> right. Probably not great. You're in a funeral home. And I will say this: like, it's like, it's like exercising a, a a muscle. Like you have to practice it because, like, I feel like there's so many times where, like, I've been in 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 that place where I'm like, "How you been?" As mm-hmm. the that is the raw like I as what's new? Right. So what's what's going on with you guys? As yeah. it's coming out of my mouth, I'm like, 
this is the wrong thing to say and mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not supposed to like and it i just it did takes that time. exact thing yeah like it, a month ago right yeah. it's so it's so hard not to do that because it's such a normal thing to ask and you know it's yeah it's it's tough you got to break the habit well got to break the habit jay i like i didn't know you in the trade days I, I knew you peripherally you know we, we met each other a couple times which is crazy to me because i know you so well now and going to trey's you know viewing and everything at uh mount hope right hebron yep that place um but it was like it was precise like there were so many people there and, people. and you're in line and you know i went in and you and ray and not and like not knowing rachel everybody's hugging her like every single person's hey hey and i like, had by the way i like, had a brush burn on my cheek from men's beards i i can't even imagine and so like for me like i think about that knowing you get knowing as well as i know you guys now and thinking about that time with trey all the things that people whispered in your ear i can't even imagine how many people completely missed the mark well, here, what, what was the best and what was the worst? Well, we'll, we'll get to that in just one real quick second because I want to give the last two things that I have as an example of okay. just gentle things to not say. Okay. One is they're in a better place. Uh, I got that. Mm -hmm. I got, oh. They're <laughs> at, not here. At Rachel's dad's funeral. Well, I'm sure he's looking down on you right now. And she goes, or up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Ooh. and, it, and it, it just ignores. <laughs> oh. Because, Man. yes, we can be happy for the deceased. You can be. Mm -hmm. But the person that, it, you're, that is in front of you has lost someone. Right. Right. So there's that. And then, uh, well, yeah, their suffering's over. Mm. Oh. Right. Never mind then. This is awesome. This right. is great. This is because all Because what great. you've done there is remind them of the suffering. Even though mm. it's over, you're reminding them. And they're going through hospital moments and mm. surgeries and, and painful emotional Those memories. conversations about like ending, like, here's well, what you have to do with my kids or whatever. Well, but it's it's their suffering's over. Mine's just beginning. Right. Just beginning. And that's the second part. Right. right. What a then, void. And, yeah, it is over. So think about that. The suffering is over. You brought yeah. up suffering and that it's over. Is that comfort? No no, it's terrible. Right. Um, transitioning. Transitioning to what are some good things? Because that's what you said to me. What was the best and what was mm -hmm. the worst? Here's the irony. I have no recollection of anything bad. There were people I didn't mm -hmm. want to talk to. You know, that's the. Because there was a giant line. Just right. a giant line. Oh, yeah. Giant there, was too, there was a lot of people there. And too many. You know, it's the same thing. You don't have enough time to talk to the right. people you want to. And you have way too much time. Right. For people you don't want to talk to. And those are the things that in a viewing you like, like today I went to the viewing and my young life guy, he wasn't there. <laughs> he was in town from Chicago. What I didn't know, he was in town Sunday to say goodbye to mm. his grandmother, flew in three hours, flew out. Mm. So now here I am in the viewing <laughs> with a mom and a dad that I haven't seen in eh, 20 years. You're kind of the representative there. And so I'm like, so I, I kind of came in here. Um, <laughs> the guy I came to see is gone. It's all family and me. So, but you point out like there were little kids there. And I said, and you guys have to be here all day. They're like, I know. Yeah. And I said, you got to talk to people you've never met. They're like, I know. Right. But like, that's the reality of it is you have to talk to people you don't want to talk to. Right. And Rachel has to hug people that she doesn't want to hug, which is 98%. She doesn't mind hugging one or two people. So. I don't remember anything bad as far as things people said. Mm -hmm. 
That's um, kind of amazing. And like, oh my, that's good. Little, yeah. Well, Jay's, sure Jay's also a very emotionally healthy person, <laughs> right? You know, but I will say this: I can only remember three positives, and two are the same. And I've uh, one was speaking of Jane Mara, was Rock Mara, mm-hmm. and that is her husband. He's on the school board. He's an amazing, upstanding young, uh, young, upstanding <laughs> member of our society. Not that he's old, but he's not young. <laughs> <laughs> and I just remember to this day, he sobbed. Like a baby. Wow. I'd never seen this. I'd never seen this guy have emotion, Uh let alone sadness. Right. I mean, audibly and visibly. And I was like, that's beautiful. I'm like, all right, all right. I give you, you know, like, because I've heard that story before, but you've never mentioned the name. Right. Well, no, there's another story because this is the same category. But that story I've heard before. Okay. You've never mentioned the name. Now that you've mentioned the name, I. It's more impressive. Dude. I might cry. The other was Bob Martini, who mm. is the uh, great last name, the <laughs> fitness team coach who I barely knew at all. And he waited in line 45 minutes, came up, took a deep breath, tried to talk, tried to talk, broke down, mm. cried, walked away, mm. got back in line 45 minutes, comes up and says, I'm wow. very sorry. I didn't mean to disrespect you like that. Wow. I didn't mm. mean to do that. Back in line. Yeah. 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 A f- uh, yeah, a viewing hour and a, hour and a Nobody half. Nobody wants to be a viewing right. It's not a short place. line. It, yeah, I, I, I remember being there. It's not right. a short line. Like no. you're you're in there for a while. But yeah. and all of this comfort, these are the things you remember is the most comforting. Yeah, yeah and well, and there yeah, were actually, no comforting no, words. Right, and then he got back in line and said, "I didn't mean it." And I said, "Bob, here's what you need to know." I said, "What you did the first time was the sweetest thing I've seen today." Mm. So now he just ruined it. <laughs> so, and he laughed and we laughed and he moved on. Well, you also had a Neil Gordon moment. Wow. Like it wasn't like, I think it was you with him, right? With like I, I want to hear the, about, about that one too. Right. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. The only other positive one was my brother's old business partner, Bill Brundage, who got me my first job. Oh, you're talking about positive to you particularly. Sorry. At Trace Viewing. Yep. And he skipped the line entirely gets to within about 15 feet of me points does the head nod i gave him a thumbs up and he left and i'm like that's all i needed bro. Never, never came back that was it he yeah. just cut the line and went yeah sorry but and i was like moment, yep yeah and that's that was our relationship like right. I was, okay i want yeah. you to know that i was here and i feel bad and i'm like i see you there okay bye and if we hugged or if I said something, it would be stupid. Right, right. Which where we were. And that's awesome. That's, that's exactly awesome. what you need to do. That's awesome. Um, so, yeah, crying, nodding, good. Like, hey, I don't have any, you know, right. whatever. Just be real. My best friend from high school, Dan Leopold, you've all met him. Yep. Yes. Um, Kate May. Kate May. Kate May. He said at his mother's funeral, somebody simply said, you made my life, but you made her life better. Hmm. And I thought, there you go. And so that's the same as when we comfort somebody, we join them in their emotions, right? Mm-hmm. But we can also affirm them. Mm-hmm. And I don't teach that end of it too much. Mm-hmm. And so part of the grieving process, and it's actually the sixth step in the grieving process that they've added, is giving it meaning or purpose. Why am I suffering? Is there some purpose? Is there some meaning? So out of viewing, if you can say to somebody, hey, you made their life better. You know, you were you are great for them. Mm-hmm. It gives them meaning and it gives them purpose you know, in the life that has just passed. So it isn't actually comfort, but it is comforting in that it gives it purpose. Right. To a degree, uh, another good one, and Pat, which I like the fact that she gave one bad, one good. Yeah, right? I appreciate that very much. Yeah. And she said one of the guys who was digging ditches at the city of Pittsburgh Water Department 
department walked up to her at her dad's wake at her dad's wake and said your words are are so inadequate to express my sadness right now which is a great way of saying i'm not going to say anything right but i'm, I'm jo- very sad right but i'm joining you in but your there sadness. are no words yeah and i also take from that like not to be like classist or anything like that but like sometimes people really surprise you like you know their status in life or what you think you know about them and then they come up to you and they like blow up a bomb in your head you're like wow you're saying that to me you know and it's it's human nature you know you know what i'm saying like well i don't know are you saying that here's a ditch digger who says something brilliant that's or what you, i'm saying because uh, i thought you were saying somebody that like a pastor comes in no, no, no. and then says the worst things no both. well it could be it both. could be all that yeah right? yeah right. that's right. what i'm saying like like in in those especially that kind of that kind of setting that kind of scenario like you have your we all have our prejudices you know and and, and in that like wow you're a ditch digger you're a you know sanitation worker and you're saying the most eloquent thing to me Thoughtful. that's gonna blow up my soul and i'm gonna i'm gonna feel that forever you know what i mean Mm-hmm. I do. Yeah, I do. Can he, I give you guys a please a, do a scenario? So what? How is it? Now this isn't. This is still keeping it sort of on yourself. But is this in a way comforting? If you say to somebody like about the deceased, if you're like, you know what, he was so awesome and meant so much to me when I was doing such and such, and I'm just I'm gonna miss him so much. Like if you what? How does that hit? Generally. Yeah, I think no. That's, I think that's fine. I, I think it's good, good. right? Because you're no, but here's the other end of it. Um, people came up to Rachel. Well, actually, no, it was emails. But let's assume, and because it, it was people from like all across the world, and said your dad was the kindest and most patient man, and the way he could teach me to fix pianos. He's the rare combination <laughs> of technical ability, but also the ability to communicate, and he was really, really good at it. That's one story coming into conflict with her story well her reality dad. of him was yeah, none of those things. right yeah so Just in that foreign. case yeah no that didn't help her at mm-hmm. all she's like really because he was never that to me so right. that's nice for you and it's funny like it's 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 interesting that you bring that up chris because like it's such a slippery slippery slope because it's like on one end you're wrong if you say like how you doing right because like you could be really bad or how you doing i'm fine you know, we're just H- going through the motions. We're, we're, we're hanging you know, in there. You know what I'm I mean? Doing and, for, for the situation, like in, I'm in Rachel, okay. In Rachel's situation, not saying that she's, you know, not and sorry. The person didn't or, know or that about his parenting skills, for lack of... Right. Right. All he knew right. Was but, like... He built a great him, piano. Him build <laughs> also, making him out to be this, like, really great dad, and yeah, I'm going to miss him, is not all is also not the greatest response. Right. So, like, it's like, what is the best response? Mm-hmm. If you don't know... Know the room. Know the room. Right. But, right, right. but know, if you don't know, know the room, know but if you don't person. know the room, that, well, like if you don't, the conclusion. right, if you don't know that, shut your that, mouth. that intimate relationship, <laughs> right, so shut, your, shut mouth. your mouth, like, right. I mean, really, like, all I can come up with is like, here's I'm, what, I'm so sorry for your here's loss. Here's what like, I know, you know about the I mean? dynamic. Here's what <clears throat> I know about the dynamic. Don't know if you know it, even though you're closer than me. Here's what I'm going to offer. You know what I mean? Like in that scenario with Rachel's dad, he bought a great piano. I don't know how you feel about him. I, I'm sorry that he's gone. I don't know how you feel. Already too many words. Yeah, right. Right. Um, but to that end, <laughs> a guy came up to me at my grandfather's funeral, and he was 94 when he died. And it was, and I was cool. I was fine. And I said, you know, I'm doing the whole thing like so. 
who are you? And he was like, <laughs> and he said, I grew up because my parents were friends with your grandfather. He goes, and I remember being a little kid and they would play cards. He said, and I would sit in the living room and I would watch them play cards. And he was always so kind. And he said, he always asked me how I was and he made me feel comfortable. And I saw the name in the paper and I just thought I would come and pay my mm, respects. Man. And so I'm skipping that's getting into advice, you know, like yeah. what are some tips for funerals and mm-hmm. viewings. So my point is, yes, it can work, but it's also dangerous, Yeah, which is why here is the best thing you can say, I think. I'm very sorry. Mm. Like, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> You're risking nothing, <laughs> right. you know, because like I said, you know what somebody said to me that was the best? No, neither do I. Mm-hmm. In mm. two days, eight hours, I don't remember, with all due respect, by the way, all of you who were there, <laughs> all that kind of stuff. I don't remember any magical words. Mm-hmm. Right. None. Mm-hmm. Right. None. Yeah. I don't remember anything. So literally, I think the, 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 if you want to be safe, say nothing. Right. <laughs> and just nod. Mm-hmm. Or I think the really the only best thing you can do is cry and say, I'm sorry. Right. Right. Because it's not going to meet any need. Right. Unless you're intimately tied with that person, like intimately. Right. Intimately you, but tied. you have to know some specific. Yeah, you like have to know specific the things about the relationship for sure. A lot of people knew a lot of things about my relationship with Trey, Rachel's relationship with Trey, my relationship with Rachel. I don't remember one word anybody mm-hmm. said. Mm-hmm. But here's what I do remember, and this is my tips for going to a viewing, things that help, whatever else. The first one is just be there. Mm. Just be there. You don't have to talk to anybody. You're there, you're available. I, one of the most, and I could tear up as I say this impactful moments of my life was the day of the funeral and we had our own private room for family and close friends and it was right before we went out to the funeral and all my old young life guys are standing in the back what did any of them say i'm pretty sure nothing because they were scared to maybe i taught them well i don't know Mm. but some had come from hours away and they were just there to me that that's just like you're not again you're not Mm. alone right and so to just show up be available, you know, for that guy that came to my grandfather's funeral or viewing. What? He, as a kid, he played at his, like, I was like, that guy's crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. And so I think you can be a blessing to people at viewings you don't need to be at. Mm-hmm. Go to a viewing, you know, if God puts it on your heart of your scoutmaster's son, you know, like whatever. Right. Right. You get more. I think you can only screw up. When you go to a viewing, you're supposed to be at. Mm-hmm. But boy, you can really make somebody feel loved when you show up at one. That's you're a, not- yeah, that makes total sense when you say it like that. But it's also like the opposite of what you think like is the right thing to do. Sure. Yeah. Um, the other thing I would say is it's always important at a viewing to check in on the other people in the family. Mm-hmm. You know, there's the the widow. Great. Periphery. What about her daughters who have had to run everything and take care of mom? You okay? Right. Or like today with me with the kids. Right. These kids are like, I am so mad grandma died because or great grandma died because now I got to be in this stupid funeral home for the next eight yeah. hours and right. I have to wear dress clothes. Mm. Right. To check in. You know, that was one of the things that helped me out so much at Trey's was I knew that Joe and Bella were taken care of. We had designated yeah. different people yeah. that would take them to McDonald's if they wanted to be gone or that would be there with them if they needed to be there. That's yeah. a great point. All that kind of stuff. That's fantastic. So it's important to do that as well. You would ask me a question. I don't remember. Did Neil I touch Gordon. On? Oh, yeah. Neil Gordon was the athletic director, football coach at the high school. I was coming across town. I knew his mother was being, as they say, laid out in <laughs> Oakland. 
And I, again, not expected to be there. And this is a stoic guy. This is a gruff, right. tough football coach, AD, right. whatever else. Beat kids. I maybe got in trouble. <laughs> no, for he it. did not. He did not. <laughs> no, he didn't. He did not. Did. Anyhow, so I was in Oakland. I park the car. I walk in. There are twenty people around him. He's talking to people. I get his attention, sort of like Bill Brundage. It's, it's one of the best. It's one of the best things. I nod. He nods. He turns away from me, and I slowly back out of the room, like, well. That's it. I was back in my car one minute, 45 seconds. <laughs> but a week later, he's lamenting that nobody from the school board, nobody for the administration, nobody came to the viewing. He said, the only people that came were my friends, Doc, Sincula, Rogal, and you. And mm. I went, oh, I'm his friend now? And I'm like, <laughs> and I got credit for a minute, 45, and a head nod and a wave. Same thing, actually. Yeah. So but I think do huge, less man. if huge. you want to do better mm, that's a good point but we're changing do better we are changing do better each doob and can't do better has an emotional need attached to it it's impacted i should say and so it's on our own on our uh, onus and people who are watching live at the table so that more people stay involved in the do better and can't do better segment yes, yes. Who has a do better? It's interactive. I don't. I don't. (laughs) So since I've been talking for the last hour and a half, I will say Dateline. Bing. Bing. Florida. Bing. Wisconsin. Yes. A private zoo in Wisconsin said an alligator might be on the loose. Uh Wait, what's a private zoo? It's a zoo owned privately. It's like we have some of the, you know, the like Like the animal treasures. Right. Or Tiger King. Yeah. Yeah, Tiger King. It ain't owned by no city. Right, animal treasures. It Got might it. be on loose in the area after apparently Sense of escaping from his enclosure. Did you get that one? <laughs> Sense of security. I would think so. <laughs> Doc's Zoo. Speaking of Doc, Doc's Zoo at Doc's Harley Davidson in Bonduil, Shawano County. Can you believe a place named Shawano no. County would have a rogue alligator farm? Can't even imagine. Said an alligator named Rex was discovered to be missing from his enclosure on Saturday. Steve Doc Hopkins, the owner of the zoo, said Rex had been at the facility for 35 years. Wow. And is, quote unquote, typically very docile and unlikely to show, to pose a danger to the public. He's just out here, man. He doesn't go hunt for his food. He's never had to do that. I don't even think he knows how. Hmm. Oh, the zoo said that Rex has a severe arthritis in his jaws, making it very difficult to open his mouth more than an inch. Oh, um, the the, way, the crocodile. Well, there you go. So that yeah. brought a little yeah. security yeah. back. Yeah. So it brought yeah. the security back. <laughs> but took also it away. sadness. That's sad. I would add any other emotional needs present in this article. <laughs> Belonging. He needs that turtle. Oh, <laughs> the alligators. He doesn't have the respect to his owners to like know how good he had it. So well, I was going to go with respect. <laughs> respect from uh, Doc, not respecting the public. He may have. <laughs> like, bro, you lost an alligator. Okay, don't lose an alligator in my face and say it might be missing. But know. some people can't do better. I have a can't do better. Yeah, oh. let's do it. Do you? This one's actually about a person, too. I totally thought, Jay, you were kidding when you said yours was about an animal, because I usually go that route. But With all due respect, reptile. Whatever. <laughs> okay. It's animal Kingdom. So, PETA would be mad if you killed one. So, right. like, probably right. They animal. sure would. <laughs> Dateline, I have no idea where. Bing. Bing. 
something? <laughs> many, many have daydreamed of winning the lottery, but how about unwittingly having a $1 million win in your hands, then accidentally tossing it out? Oh. This is Michigan. Oh. Security part two. <laughs> oh, Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Yeah, thank you. Oh, man. That waking nightmare happened to Massachusetts. Leah Rose Fiega. I might be pronouncing that incorrectly. But luckily, the kind store owners where she bought the ticket let her know her mistake. So in short, basically, they found the ticket in the trash that she tossed out. Like It must have been sitting on top or whatever. It It was gleaming. They're like, wow. what is wrong with that? I got the golden ticket. Well, yeah. they noticed she had forgotten to scratch one little portion oh, of the ticket. Wow. They scratched it. She better There's pay a million bucks. She better pay these people. Wow. And, and the quote in here says, uh, we didn't sleep. This is from the shop owner. We didn't sleep for two nights. We had mixed emotions, but <laughs> I don't know what happened. My inner soul told me that's not right. Yeah, you know who that person soul. is. Man. So he, he didn't know her. And you should wow. give that ticket back to them. And that's exactly what we did. Man. Suckers. Okay. So that's something right there. So that's an emotional need right there. Right. That, that like not being able to sleep for two nights and, mm. and need to. I slept like a damn baby. What's respect? I just slept in a oh, brand you, new bed. You're, you're like, like, you didn't scratch this last number. You're up. like, I'm going to paint I'm my pool, my well. brand <laughs> new pool. That <laughs> right. So, what did he show to her? Go back well, to certainly Florida. respect. Right. Uh, yeah, certainly um, respect. Gave her security respect. in a lot of ways. Um, but for him, it was respect because he wouldn't respect himself if he didn't turn it in. Mm, that's true. If he didn't notify her, certainly she would be appreciative. One would hope. Well, I hope so. Oh, you would hope so. You can't do better than giving somebody a million dollars. I'm like, I'm trying to go through like all ten. I'm like, wait, what are the ten? <laughs> yeah, right. Longing, no. Acceptance, no. Well, she anybody was, else? She was loved, even though she made a mistake. Uh, that's true. I have a bonus. Very one if nobody loved. else has one. If you if you can put a price on love, it's a million dollar lottery yeah, ticket that you lost. Nobody else. Real quick, I have yeah. to. I couldn't just not do one about like tech or I'm something. Tearing you to shreds. The yeah. best-selling truck in the U.S. is the what? Ford one F one fifty. Yes, and it has gone electric. Isn't that exciting? Boogie, boogie. Actually, this is cooler than you think it is. Tell me. No, go ahead. Oh, you Continue mean you read the story. story? No, I I know about this truck. So, uh, Ford recently came out with the Mustang Mach E, which is yes. their first electric like. Which I electric. feel like is the best competitor to the Tesla. Yeah, it's pretty the, cool to this date. And and now with and the article goes on to say, you know, the F one fifty is the best selling vehicle, not just best selling truck in the United States. It's a great truck. And so they're going. Mike Molaski has one. They're going all in electric. I mean, of course, they'll still have gas versions as well. But right. but they are. Of course. I don't want to get too into it. I know we're way over time, and I I took extra. So hey, but that's my tech <laughs> exciting update for the week. So you don't know about the inverter. Oh, about gosh. the Ford F one fifty. No, hear what me about, out. What about the flux capacitor? It kind of is like today's flux capacitor. So the thing with this truck is there's an inverter, <laughs> and if you live in California, you know all these rolling blackouts in California that they're talking about. If you charge your truck, your truck will actually go the opposite way an electronic current, and it will power your entire house for a few days. Oh, oh no, yeah, I did see that. Three yeah. days, it'll power it for three. Well, so we're good. These rolling blackouts, maybe, we're good. Maybe not live in a place where <laughs> you can't go anywhere happen. if you want to hang out at your house and do anything. Right? Maybe live in a coal-fired <laughs> power plant place. So the emotional need is security. You got you got power for a couple days, right? I'm staying security in the and helping to save the earth. 
If that's your if that's your thing, yes. Sure. sure. Yeah. Do you know how much it takes to get those batteries? I'm just kidding. <laughs> It's that? true. There is a give and take there. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of don't, mining don't for worry, batteries. Don't yeah. worry about those thir- those uh, African countries where we're stealing those uh, batteries and the chips from. That is interesting. Though, Blood diamonds. Like, it's, it's one of those That's things. That's terrible that- joining in your emotion. Chris, I'm excited there's a man's truck out there. That's, that's not- it for episode 114. Please <laughs> oh, make man, sure to I give us a like or follow on social media. And visit us at lunchtimeinroom.com while there. Take our relational needs questionnaire. Thanks for joining us at the table for lunchtimeinrome.com. Bye. Yeah, bugaboo, way to go. And you're doing a lot of meat. I love my kids. I love my animals. I I wanted wanted a grill. That's what I wanted. I wanted a grill. I'm glad you like your griddle. (laughs) Better to piggyback off me than piggyback on me. No, stop (laughs) it. I had a birthday. Oh. I don't do crabs.